Boom. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Strike Force. Peter, my brother, how are you doing? Good, mate. We've got Christmas vibes. Yeah? Tinsel up. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking, it's, it's weird, though. It's like we were just saying earlier about it being... I don't know, it doesn't seem that cold. Not cold as, as cold as usual. Hmm. Dark. The light of, yeah, that's the, that's the only thing, yeah. Going to, going to work in the dark, coming home in the dark. Hmm. Watching UFC all weekend in the dark. <laughs> Vampire, fucking, vampire vibes. Fuck me. I need it on that fucking sunbed. <laughs> Get some really UV rays. You need some of that vitamin D. That's it. Isn't it? Well, they call it um, what's it called? Sad, isn't it? S a seasonal affective disorder. They call it. What's that? What we don't get no sun in that. Well, no, it's like around this time of year, so around the Christmas and New Year time, like people just seem because it's like winter and it's dark and it's cold and that people just get a bit more depressed and like a bit more hate going to work and it's harder to get up out of a warm bed and that so it's called Mm. sad seasonal affective disorder people just get more depressed in the winter but english people just fucking like that all the time anyway yeah we're used used to it (laughs) yeah exactly so you said that i saw something the other day it was like a one of the one of the little towns in i think it was in norway or iceland and they have like three months of pitch blackness wow it's just like and there was a video guy's got like walking to work or walking down a road or he's going somewhere and it was like three or four in the afternoon or saying it's pitch black he's got a torch on it's just i didn't imagine i don't know it must be weird like you wouldn't you would want to go outside but then it's like why am i going outside it's cold and dark like dark, yeah you fuck that you get cabin cabin fever but then also there's that there's um there's a alaska as well where like there's daylight for like three weeks it just doesn't stop being daylight as well Oh, really? Oh, yeah, because okay. it's like on the part of the hemisphere or something like that. So it's like continuous daylight. So even that I wouldn't like. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. I'd rather that. I'd rather that, to be honest. But oh, yeah, yeah, yeah 100%. Sh- shake curtains. Yeah. <laughs> Blindfold. <laughs> Blindfold. <laughs> uh, right, Pete, this card on the last weekend was fucking brilliant. Um, obviously, it was topped off by, we'll come on to what I thought was, you know, just one of the best fighters I think I've ever seen. Um, yeah. you know, you, you kind of did send me a message saying, you know, put your, I knew there wasn't a knockout coming cause you had, I had the message from you saying, you know, get a beer, put your feet up and get ready to watch yeah. it. Um, oh, so well, yeah, I was excited still... for it. <laughs> it still could have been a knockout. <laughs> yeah. You ruined it. No, I'm joking. Um, when, when I put the recording on Pete, um, the first thing I saw was Chase Hooper being interviewed. So I was a bit pissed yeah, off about that's, that. That's what I had. Yeah. Um, I think cause it was. One of them was a bit changed around. Obviously, it's weird to just have one pre prelim. Do you know what I mean? So I think we lost. They lost a fight or lost a few fights or whatever. But obviously, it must have been just been the first one mm. fight pass or whatever. So I didn't. I've not even seen the highlights. I don't. I think he submitted him, didn't he? He uh, yeah. He got a. Uh, and do you know what's impressive as well? And obviously, like I said, I haven't. I haven't seen it. But it was a third round submission um, against okay. Peter Barrett, which is like you know the fact that he's still got that energy in the third round to get that submission. Fair play mm. to him. I'm really excited about him, bro. He's, he was the one that he, he said to Jorge, didn't he? Like, you, why did you need my dad in that? Oh, God, yeah, yeah. No, he was funny. Yeah. You look at him, all these guys must be like, I'll fight that guy. I could smash him. But then they must get in there and be like, oh, no, he's actually... Well, he, he's, I don't think he's that great. He's stand-up. That's probably what he's got to work on. But yeah, um, he doesn't seem like the sort of guy that's going to be knocking people out left, right and centre. But then, fucking, if he can get him to the floor and... Was he 21? 21 yeah, 21. Right? Yeah, mad. Yeah. Mad. It's just, it's crazy. But yeah, so I saw him in the interview, so I was disappointed to, to, to miss Chase. But 
my disappointment didn't last long because this card was just unbelievable. The first fight was Tisha Torres against Sam Hughes in the women's strawweight division. Fair play to Sam Hughes. She took the fight at late notice. Tisha was supposed to fight somebody else. But she was absolutely dominant in this fight. Best I've ever seen her um, throwing one of my favorite punches, which is a Superman punch. Um, and then this was stopped between rounds. Give me your thought on, on Tisha, Pete. And then also give me your thoughts on um, what you thought about the stoppage in between the rounds. What was it? Was this the eye? Yeah. She said, all right, yeah. I don't, I don't know if it was a poke or whether it was just a glove or whatever. But I didn't, I didn't really... It was a bit weird when she kept saying, obviously, she was like, I'm, I'm okay. And then she was like, no, I can't see. And the corner was like, okay, if you want to go out. And then it was a bit of confusion, but I think in the end it was probably the right thing because when she was when she was standing there at the end, it zoomed in on her eye and it looked like... It was horrible. It looked like the inside of a... The colour bit of her eye had filled up with blood, but they yeah, weren't... It red. It, like Like from the inside, it was fucking weird. Like So I was like, yeah, that's probably a good choice. And she was getting battered, do you know what I mean? It weren't... So yeah, Tish Torres is a fucking monster. Like, mm. I can't wait. I can't wait for her to proper step up. I know she's sort of been on a run before, and then maybe had a loss and whatever, or she had some time off. But I think there's 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 some wicked fights in it. I think that's is that Wei Li Zhang's division. Uh, yeah, or is it? Um, we always do this, don't we? Isn't it? Um, isn't it? Uh, <coughs> let me check. Might be yeah. either either way. Fucking hell. Not saying she's well. I don't know. She might be ready for it. Fucking hell, she looked she looked great over summer. Uh, it is Zhang's division, yeah. So yeah, that, even yeah. that's a great fight. I'd love to see that. Yeah, I don't know what's happening with Wei Li Zhang. Are they doing a rematch or is it? Is isn't she supposed to be fighting Joanna for the rematch? Yeah, I've not heard nothing from. I keep all. I, <laughs> all I keep seeing. I follow both of them. All I see is Wei Li Zhang getting bigger and smashing shit in the gym, and then. <laughs> Joanna just model, modeling by a swimming pool. <laughs> That's all like. <laughs> both, both are enjoyable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't mind either. I don't mind either. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'd love to see that fight again. But yeah, it was so, so good to see Tisha kind of back to, to her best. Um, uh, yeah, just really, 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 really impressed with her. Um, mm. Just about the stoppage, I feel like they asked the fighters. Do you want to fight? That's what they ask. Yeah. It's like, uh, what the fuck do you think a fight is going to say to that? Like, of course they're yeah. going to say, yeah. So it was like, do you want to fight? She said, yes. Can you see? No. So it's like, you've got to get the doctor. Yeah, yeah. Like, come on. And then, yeah, and then, even then, I think it was a bit confusion because she said a couple of times, even while he, the trainer was talking about saying, oh, she's like, yeah, I, I can't see. Like, it's just, I think she wanted someone to make the decision for her, I guess. But, um, yeah, stop that. Like, no, fuck that. Not with the eye. Like, you know no, I mean? if, yeah, if yeah, your yeah. nose is busted or something, call your lips busted. Fair enough. But your eyes, yeah. no, 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 hundred percent. So it's quite glad to see that. I didn't think it was a, uh, you know, one of those things. It was like, oh my god, she's not fighting on. Look, you're right. When I saw yeah. the white of her eye and it was red, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking hell. Horrible. Um, the second fight was, again, an absolute, as JR would say, Pete, an absolute slobber knocker, this was. It was fucking brilliant to see this fight. It was Gavin Tucker against Billy Q, uh, Billy Q uh, as we're going to oh, call yeah. him. Yeah, yeah. What a first round. Crazy exchanges. You could literally, it was good to hear Rogan back as well, just going, ooh, oh, yeah. ooh. I know. So good. Love them three together. I know it's so good, just absolutely unbelievable. Tucker's boxing was just phenomenal. Um, his left and then ducking under the shot was just some. It was just what it was like watching an actual boxer the way he kept ducking mm. under Billy's um, shots. But Billy's so tough, just couldn't get him out of there. Um, 
I didn't actually. I, Billy Q was main was more known to me than Tucker was. So to see Tucker yeah. in there, just kind of dominant. Um, it was good back and forth though. Yeah, I've seen. I I couldn't remember who Tucker was. I remember that Billy guy because he who did he beat? He beat someone that was a same sort of guy, like quite menacing. And I think he he took him to like a second or third round, and then he come out and just. I'm sure he hit him with like one right hand and dropped him. Mm. I don't know if you I don't know if you remember that fight. It was like a bit back and forth. It might have been one of them fights where the guy said he he felt a bit funny in the corner and then he come out and I thought Billy like knocked him out. Uh so his last fight before Tucker was uh Kyle Nelson. Might, um, I can't remember them. That was on the Waterson versus Hill fight night, and then before that he beat Spike Carlisle by decision. So yeah, his his KO was Kyle Nelson, Pete, yeah. That, yeah, it was that one, yeah. And I don't know whether that guy was meant to be like a power puncher and all this, but yeah, Billy's like toughness just saw him through and the other guy started fading, mm. which was interested in this fight because everyone, they were saying that Billy Quarantillo, he can just keep going for however many rounds, but yeah. it was almost, it was almost, it, it started turning around. He was just missing all of his, or not all of his shots, but he was swinging and missing and Tucker just looked more composed and fucking technical and stuff. So I guess that, that's that's what won him it, but it was still fucking, it was a really good fight. Amazing fight. Yeah, really, really entertaining. Yeah, you're right. They kept basically saying about, um, oh, that Asahi looks good. I ain't drinking tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they were looking at, um, they were talking about his uh, cardio, but then none of them were slowing down. That's why even the third round was great. I just love to see yeah. it. Like, yeah. None of them were slowing down. Yeah, really, really, really exciting. Really good fight. Uh, and excited to see Gavin Tucker again. Pete, the next fight I want to let you start off was Henato Moicano against Tiger Muay Thai's Rafael Viziev. Give me your thoughts on this one, Pete. Uh, Mate, just that the fucking the first thing was I thought that I was excited, and the first thing I thought to myself was the fucking size difference. I was like, "Gee, this that guy." I think Moicano was like five eleven, maybe, and uh, Fizier was like five six or seven. I can't remember what he is, but like the size difference, I was like, "Jesus!" And I think Moicano uh, like landed a couple of big long jabs, and I was like, "Fuck!" He's like, he's not going to be able to get on the inside, and then just. He started opening up with the free free combos like like leg kick punch punch or punch leg kick punch and just or everything ended with a kick and it started you see you see him getting momentum mm-hmm. then they, then I think he took a couple of shots I think he Rogan was like, oh it was good like there was a good right hand in there and he saw his face redden a little bit and then it was almost like got to the point where he was like right fuck this and just stepped <laughs> in just stepped in like all of his power he knew what was going to work and just he's just, I don't know why I'm so excited about watching him because I'm. I did see a highlight the other day and he got he's I think I don't know he must have only lost like maybe one in the UFC against uh, Mag Magdeov or Magachev or someone like that. But Oh, um, is that Makachev, was it? I'm not sure if it's Makachev, so I think I recognised him. This other guy is Mag Magdamedov, maybe, something like that. Right, right. Um but yeah, it was like a spinning back. Uh, Magomed Mustafaev he's lost to, yeah. Yeah. That guy, like and it was it was weird that he lost by strikes as well, but it was like a spinning back kick that either broke through his guard or hit him in the chest. Or I can't, I can't remember. I can't really see where it. But then the guy just sort of swarmed on him. Mm. But it just seemed as maybe since then, then on, like I, I couldn't even remember his name. But now, like I swear to God, like he's, he's probably the person I'm most excited about in the UFC mm. at the moment. Wow! Even though there's, there's all these other people coming through, I just it's, it's almost like watching uh, Valentina. Do you know what I mean? Like just the way she strikes, it's just like this is just fucking perfect to watch. The fight ending combination was fuck left to the body, right to the head, and then a left hook to the face. Like the striking just different class. Yeah, and like you say, he's you know, he's he does teach it, so you'd think, you know, fair enough. 
But yeah, he's arrived on the scene definitely. Yeah, so his first fight in the UFC was a loss, as you say, but then he's beat Alex White, uh, beat Mark Diakise, and then now he's knocked out Henato. And he's just kind of, I think he's finding his feet a little bit now. I think he's, mm. you know, I think I, 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 I see a big thing for him, bruv. And it's going to be great when he starts getting into the main events because we've seen him, like you say, come up now and it's going to be exciting to see what he yeah. can do in the future. You was really excited about him. So, so when he come on, I was like, oh, Pete's going to fucking love this. Oh. <laughs> Wait, well, when you, well, it's just now that you think about that, the, the the top of that lightweight division now with all these strikers, like these world-class strikers. And then we've obviously got fucking the Brazilian fucking Khabib coming through. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even even Oliveira's like a fucking wicked striker, do you know what I mean? So it's, it's so many exciting fights in that division now. It's just, like, it's all fucking heating up. Yeah, it's mad. It's mad, yeah. Um, Henato, just a little bit on him. Bit of an up and down um, patch at the minute. Obviously, he's lost to, to Fiziev. Um, before that, he had a, a submission win against Hadzovic. Um, lost to the Korean Zombie uh, before that in the main event. Lost to Aldo. Beat Cub Swanson. He's beat Calvin Cater. Lost to Ortega. I mean, it's, it's just a stacked division. I feel like mm. you can't really read too much into it sometimes because the division is so stacked. But he's not out of it at all. So I'm excited. If he's on the card, I'm no. watching. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. It does seem a bit dangerous though like if you have because the division's so stacked it's like they can only fit so many lightweight fights on like a main card so it's yep. like maybe if you have if you have one loss we might not see him for a little while or real talk you know I mean? yeah but i think everyone's gonna be scared of that cunt everyone's gonna be wanting to take him down there definitely yeah 100 percent. so hopefully I'm, I'm sure his ground game is going to be sick though that's the only thing he could he could, he could surprise us he could surprise us mm. really really excited about him pete so we'll keep an eye on on Rafael there and then pete the main event the main prelims uh, the feature prelim oh so emotional watching this cub swanson against daniel pineda just an absolute fucking one of the best first rounds i've seen i've just written here what a round fuck me um just <laughs> unbelievable pineda's leg kick is Horrible, oh, yeah. horrible, hurting Cub. Um, and uh, end of the round, Cub, Cub hurt him really, really bad at the end of the first round. And then, uh, yeah, a big, big right hand to finish him off. What did you think of this one, Pete? And uh, what did you think of Cub getting the win? Yeah, I was, I was a bit worried about the... It was, it was one of them things, again, it was like, as I was watching it, I was like, oh, if he keeps throwing that, he's going to win. He'll just win by leg, leg, leg kick. kick, like, yeah. stoppage. But he sort of stopped or... I don't know why. Maybe it, obviously it probably gets harder and harder. Like Cubs probably check in more and can see it come in. I think I think I even remember Joe Rogan saying he's telegraphing it now. Whereas before he was setting it up with punches. Now he's just throwing it out there and he can see what's coming. But um, yeah, just for that, like for him to come back like that, Cubs one off. And and again, the fucking size difference. They look like two different weight classes. Was I was like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, I was like, "Fuck!" Because he's up, like they said about his legs, but he's upper body. Like I know Cub looked quite lean, but I was like, "Jesus Christ, how's he going to like overcome this?" And then just his fucking that combination that backed him up, and then it was almost like his hands dropped and just waiting for that right hand, which is fucking perfect. Unbelievable. But yeah, that, yeah, well, yeah, it was yeah, really emotional at the end as well. It was. I got a bit scared when because um, I'm a, I'm a Swanson fan because he's one of the one of the OGs and I've just been watching for quite a long time and obviously I've I've seen him seen him for for a really really long time and I know that he's obviously coming back off his leg injury and then when Pineda grabbed his leg I was like oh no 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 like don't don't yeah, no. yeah. 
And then he just kept kicking it, and I was like, oh, fuck. I was getting a bit scared for him. But then, bruv, yeah, the, the, the pure emotion, like, when he knocked him out, and then you just hear that scream of just rage, yeah. like, oh, man, it was just amazing. So what, what's next for Cub, then? What are you thinking? Obviously, he's in the featherweight division, Pete, which is fucking stacked. What are you thinking? Yeah. See, I don't know where... Because we probably we ain't seen him so long for his for his leg injury. I don't mm-hmm. think it... It's almost like you think to yourself, oh, was he on the way out or something like that. But then obviously they said about the injury and it's like, no, he just sort of needed that time out to get back in there. But he's just shown he can just come back in and he's been there before anyway. So he knows he can hang with like the best in the division. So, um, yeah, there's some good fights coming up. Who's, who's Kate? There's, cause Kate has got someone, any quite good in January. So I'll just go Still through. The, I was just gonna. I just literally brought up the rankings because I would just want to. Uh, obviously, you know, you are the uh, you're the Sean Shelby of the podcast. So I was going to see who you'd want Cub to fight. Um, so uh, starting at fifteen, we've got Barboza, Bryce Mitchell, Ryan Hall, Shane Burgos, Dan Ige, Sadiq Youssef, Arnold Allen, Jeremy Stevens, Josh Emmett, Calvin Cater, Korean Zombie, Yai Rodriguez, Zabit, Ortega, Holloway. So who is um? Do you remember who Kate is fighting? Nah, like it's fucking. I was excited about it as well. It's not. It's not. It's, is it fucking Holloway? I'm sure it's Holloway. Let's have a look. Um, so, yeah, Holloway, Max Holloway. Yeah. Fucking hell. It's weird. Look, so obviously, I don't know what what's happened with Volkanovski unless he's injured or he can't make it for January. But so we've got the number one ranked fighter against the number six ranked fighter. What is in that that's, for Holloway? What is Holloway getting out of that? That's gonna be so weird. Well, I guess just Kelvin Cater's on a tear and he he's just yeah. like he's just got that momentum behind him and I guess if Max Holloway beats him then but I don't know a fucking Korean zombie would be a good fight. Obviously coming off a loss 100%. against against Cub Swanson, that'd be a sick fight. That would be a sick fight. He's um so with Cater, I remember he beat Ige with a unanimous decision as well. He, he beat Jeremy Stevens before that. He lost to Zabit. Where's Zabit, bruv? Yeah, I know. Isn't it? Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? And to be honest, so we, ain't seen, we ain't seen many of the like, Russian lot, have we? Like, there's, there's only like a few, mm. unless they are, unless it is like lockdown stuff or whatever. But um, yeah, it's not really... Because before this, there was, all, there was like every card had like three or four of the Russian fighters and they were smashing everyone. And, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, that, yeah, fucking fair play to Cub though. He's, he's still got some fucking wicked fights left in him. He's definitely. I'm 100% watching a Cub fight. He's not past it at all. And I feel like he's got this like, um, he's got this newfound kind of, hopefully he's got this newfound will and desire to want to fight. He was really emotional in his post-fight talking about his son. Um, oh, gotcha. and, you know, Rogan was just saying, you know, what are you feeling right now? And he just said, I, I, I'm just thinking about my son. I'm, I'm his hero and that kind of stuff. And That's if it, I had yeah, emotions, Pete, I'd be, I'd be welling up probably. Um, so, <laughs> um, so yeah, really, really excited to see what happens with Cub next. And then also Daniel Pineda, mate, the size of him and his leg kicks. I'd be really excited to see mm. him in the future as well. The next fight, I was thinking of you, Pete, because it was Cyril Garn against JDS. Uh, Garn was using his range really, really well, landing really good kicks, keeping JDS at range. Um, Garn, you know, hit him with a, with a jab. Um, uh, the elbow I want to come on to in a minute, but I just want to ask mm. you about JDS doing his loopy cage run that you love, that, that, he, that he fucking seems to do. Backing oh, up against he? the fence, running. Why does he do that? I didn't, I didn't notice it as much this time, but like, just he just couldn't get off. I don't know what it was. Like, it's, it's, I think he, he's getting to the point now where it's like, he still looks the part, but I don't think it's in him anymore. Mm-hmm. I like, 
he just sort of he has he hasn't got the ideas anymore or like the tenacity and it's sort of even his boxing looks like Joe Rogan was like oh he's winging he's winging them punches but that's yeah. not that's not how he that's not how he sort of got to the title it was like it was more precise and like his boxing was crisper and now it's like it's almost like he's closing his eyes and just hoping he knocks someone out so he doesn't have to go through like an exchange and get caught himself it's just I don't know, man. And then, like, I agree. No, obviously, agree. and then obviously, like, complaining about the the elbow, which I'm I'm still not. I'm still fifty fifty on. You could look at that and be like, that's a bit round the back of the head, or you could be like, it's on the side of the head or the ear. You don't you don't know. We didn't feel where the fucking elbow smashed him, but it's just from like certain. You can't. But then you're looking at it from certain angles and stuff. And to be honest, I think the other guy was just sort of picking him apart anyway. So. Yeah, I was going to say, it's not one of those ones where it was like a really 50-50 fight and then, uh, you know, uh, a, a sudden blow to the back of the head maybe caused it. Um, yeah. It's funny, isn't it? You Literally, it's a bit like football with VAR. Like, we're all looking at the same thing, but still, mm. Pete, like, if you listen to, like, Rogan, he was like, oh, I'm not sure, I'm not sure. And then you listen to Trevor Whitman and Whitman was like, that's a legal shot. It was yeah. the side of the head. There's nothing wrong with that. And then DC saying the same thing. So, yeah, it was... Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah it, it was... It, it looked really, like... The, it looked like- it looked like the jab stunned him, though. It was a jab, wasn't it? A, he hit him with a jab, and then he sort of backed away, and it was like, oh, that was a big jab that hurt him. It's like, fuck, like, JDS doesn't get hurt by jabs. By jabs, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, it's don't got get it, me wrong, Garn's a big fella. Like, yeah, but, the, I mean, fucking hell, he took, he took about fucking 500 jabs off of Cain Velasquez, do you know what I mean, in the like, yeah. last two fights. But yeah. maybe that's what's fucked him up, I think. He took so much punishment in them last two fights of him. And then he's not really been the same since. We will lose the fight eventually to Father Time, Peter. So, mm. uh, you know, maybe... I reckon, he, I reckon he should. That's probably time for him. He's probably made shitloads of money. and just fucking... He's still healthy, do you know what I mean? He looks good. It's just fucking... No point. Especially, and then you've got these beasts coming through, like, like fucking Cyril Gunn. So it's like... I, I agree. I, I, no, I agree with that. And then again... Then again, the heavyweight division is still is still got some of these old timers that are still there. Like Shogun, yeah, yeah. I know he's light heavyweight, but you've got these people there where it's like, listen, if JDS is still in that position and he's in that shape and he's in fighting shape and he can make weight, etc., yeah. etc., et I'll fucking see it. I'll watch a JDS oh, no, fight. Yeah. yeah, I'll tune in, but it's just it's almost like <laughs> I swear to God, it, now it's like I'm tuning in to. I'm waiting for him to get knocked out. Yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> every 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 fight. Whereas before, I never. I thought no one could beat him when he when he first beat Kane and he'd knocked out Verdum and Stefan Struve and everyone. And he just fucking smashing. I was looking at him. He was like menacing, and it, it seemed like everyone was scared of him. And I was like, no, no one's ever going to beat this guy. Yeah. And then obviously, it, like no one, especially in heavyweight division, you can't go through your career like that. Just, but. I don't, I don't know. I think for for the elite now, he's never going to get anywhere near like the top. Like if you, like your Stepes and Engano's and stuff like that. No, it's... no, no. I agree. I agree. He he was there. Don't get me wrong. He was there, but no, yeah, I, yeah. I, I I agree. He wouldn't have that. Um, just a, a little bit about Cyril Garnpe. He he looked great. Looks the part. Got this. Got the um. Obviously, you know, an amazing knockout. Do Do you feel like he's got the tools? Do you feel like he compares to some of the other fighters? What What do you see for this guy going forward? Yeah, I've not seen him. Have you seen him before? I've seen him. I remember his last fight when he looked really oh. impressive. Yeah, but no, he's not. Um, he's not like a household name. Absolutely not. No, no, no I, don't, I, I, I don't think I've seen him before. But yeah, like his striking looked good. He's just because he beat Tanaboza, didn't he? Oh really? Oh, okay. Yeah, 
Yeah, I remember that. So um, you beat Tanaboza this time last year. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, fuck it. What? That's weird though, isn't it? And then Tanaboza's had like 20 fights since then. Been a run. <laughs> yeah, he's had a bad 2020 since then. Um, so Garn's undefeated. He's, um, his actual first uh, UFC fight was uh, only last year. So he's kind of... Um, He's had, and to be fair, his MMA fights, one, two, three, four, five, six. He's only had seven. Yeah, six. Yeah, seven. Yeah. Seven MMA fights. Um, and yeah, he's finished them all. So I'm really excited about this dude, bruv. I'm really, really look, excited about this dude. Yeah. He looks like a kickboxer though. So I don't know what his ground game's like. That's the only problem. Uh, his first fight was a, uh, no, he's got one, two, bruv. He's got three submission wins. One oh. by a front choke, one with an arm triangle choke, and then he beat Dante Mays um, in the UFC in the Maya versus Askren card with a heel hook submission. Okay. Sick. Well, there you go then. Sick. Sick. <laughs> so we'll see what happens there. Really, I'm really excited for him. Personally, the reason I asked you is because personally, I feel like he's got the tools to really, really go far in the heavyweight division. I think he's a contender. He's the same age mm. as me, uh, born in 1990, just coming up to um 31 so just really 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 impressive um canadian french fighter and uh yeah i'm just really really excited for him so we'll keep an eye yes. on him um future champ i'm calling it now future champ um, <laughs> okay right <laughs> uh then pete we had um this fight this fucking card was just amazing i know and crazy yeah. this fight put the the the, the cherry on top of the ice in peter this was, uh, and you know what? You literally text me just after I'd seen this fight. It was Kevin Holland, one of the fighters of the year, against Jacare Souza. I have never seen anything like this before. Kevin Holland KOs Jacare from his back, creates a bit of distance using his leg, lands a crazy hook, and then just starts to continuously pummel him. Pete, what did you think about this fight? How did you react when it happened? And give me your thoughts on Kevin Holland. <laughs> I can't, I can't remember how I reacted. I was just like, yeah, it was one of them. It's like, oh fuck, moments because like, I saw him go like limp, but like he was he was limp, but like sitting upright, leaning back, and I was like, oh fuck! Like you realise his eyes have rolled back, and it's like, oh that punch must have had some power behind it. I thought the I thought the ref was going to jump straight in when he when his back arched backwards. I was like, oh shit, he's not actually conscious. <laughs> and then he landed like a couple of shots after, but like it wasn't even that. I think even more impressive than that was what he did before on the ground of him. Cause I think he got taken down maybe once before and got back at all. Like there was a bit of a scramble and I was like, Oh, he's not scared to be on the floor. Mm. And Joe Rogan said he's training with Dean Lister. who's like meant to be like one of the best like grapplers from like the old days in it. Like he's yeah, a, so. he's a, he's a black belt under Dean Lister. Yeah. 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 Well, as soon as he said that, and then I think he got back to his feet using the cage. As soon as they said black belt, I was like, I, I couldn't really hear whether he meant, Jackeray or and then I've realised he was talking about him training under Dean Lister and I was like oh so he's a black belt so he knows what he's doing um, and just yeah he looked fine oh that was it do you remember the, yeah, the first time he got taken down he'd done something that I think not like people just don't do this enough especially against someone like Khabib who is obviously fucking probably about 10 times harder to do that with him but to just lock up your guard and just smash him down with elbows yeah. like, do you remember he hit him with about 4 or 5 on top of his head and he didn't like that. And it was like, oh, fuck, I've got to get out of here. Do you know what I mean? So he started moving, made some mistakes, and Kevin Holland got back up. And just every every inch of that fight, he knew what he was doing. He was controlling everything. And, yeah, just the, the finish was just... He's just fucking... 
I don't know. <laughs> he doesn't look like that much of a scary dude, but he is. It's just like he's mad. He's fucking just the way that he fights, and the, the there was one angle from over Jackery's shoulder, and they just showed like you see the tenacity in his face with that first hook, and it was just like he put everything into that, and he knew he was he knew he can knock someone out from his back. Like it's just fucking crazy. It's mad. I, I love I love his charisma. I love the fact he was talking. Like Jackery took him down, and Jackery was in Kevin's guard. When Jacare started, and Jacare punched Kevin in the face, and Kevin went nice, like mad. <laughs> and then he was like, uh, and then Jacare was on top of him, punching him, and Kevin goes, "I had a dream about this last night." Yeah, that, that was, that like, was it. Yeah, like, just before he just before he knocked him out. <laughs> Crazy. <laughs> Jacare started what? laughing. That's probably what it was. He lost concentration because he started laughing as well. Yeah. But, um, mad, mad. Yeah, it was just incredible. And then do you know what I rate about him as well is after the fight, um, he came out and Rogan was like. I've never seen anyone knock out um, someone from their from their from their back before. And oh, Kevin yeah. was like Nico Price. Nico Price yeah, it did like, it with hammer, with it hammer, hammer fist. Hammer fists, yeah. Yeah, like, with the yeah, hammer yeah. fists. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was good that he, he called out and said, you know, I'm not the only one that's done it. But um, mm. I've got a text here from you, Peter, which says, uh, "Let me just find it, mate. He would fucking do Izzy." So, um, <laughs> what would, do you want to expand on that? Well. And Izzy could do him. That's what, that's okay. what I'm saying. Okay, okay. So, what did I say? Could or would? Could, could. Oh, yeah, let's keep it. Let's keep it with could. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, that, no, seriously, would you not? Would you think that was crazy if they announced that for like January, February? If, if, oh, sorry, if I've just found it. Sorry, I've just found it. Sorry, Peter. Let, let me let uh, me get it. Let me let me get it. He'd fuck Izzy up. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know what until it happens I'll stand by that <laughs> why not you've got nothing to lose fuck it but honestly if they if they made that and was like you know what we're going to give him the shot and Izzy wasn't fighting Yen would you would you be excited for it it's got to be more of a contest than what he's been through lately don't get me wrong I'd be excited for it however if I was fucking Marvin Vittori or Derek Brunson or Kelvin no, no, Gastelum no, or Uriah Hall I'd be a little bit like what the fuck <laughs> no I'm just no, I just mean in terms of, yeah not about the rankings or anything I'm just being in terms of competing against Izzy I'd love it I'd love it especially when they Jump. were talking trash to each other the other day I'd love it well, especially with that ground game as well like is, it, is Izzy a black belt I don't know no idea I'm not sure he is I'm, yeah I'm not but then we, like, like, he's obviously got a good takedown event so I don't think I, I don't see Fingy Bob going for the takedown but no it's just, no absolutely just, it's just his it's just his range of finishes this year do you know what I mean like so you've got that like handling himself with a fucking black belt like Jacare on the floor slamming someone to fucking nearly break their neck in the fight before knocking out the guy that's got knockout of the year probably like with one punch and just oh man he's just fucking smashing everyone Mad, yeah, beat, yeah, like you mentioned in, in Buckley there, beating down Stewart, beating um on Tavares as well, beating Ronaldo, uh, beating Jacare as well. Um, mm. yeah, mad, really, really excited to see him. Um, he called out Hamzat Pete. What, what do you think about that? It's gone a bit quiet, isn't he? Like I yeah. said, yeah, where is he? Where's he gone? I thought he, I thought he was gonna smash everyone, I don't, yeah, anybody else, <laughs> mate. Apart from Kevin Holland. <laughs> <laughs> he was uh, sitting next to Dana, wasn't he? Who knows what's happened there? I don't know. Like it's a weird what? one, isn't it? Not on this one, no. No, 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 not on this one. No, 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 no. Before we when we spoke about it before. So yeah, yeah who yeah. knows? I don't know. I don't know. I would I'd love to see that though. But Cam's that he wants to stay at World Away though, doesn't he? Or what's going do you know? What did happen with because he was who was he meant to fight? Because he was gonna fight um fucking Leon Edwards, wasn't he? 
that oh, that was it. And then one of them got COVID, I think. Right. Yeah, but then I, then, it, then that went quiet, and then all this, yeah, and then I don't know. It was a, it was a bit of a. There was no way he was going to accept it for this Saturday, but no. it's a shame they couldn't. It's a shame they couldn't fit Kevin Holland on. But I look at I, we'll get on to it. But I looked at the card on bet three six five. It's fucking so many fights <laughs> stacked. Yeah, absolutely yeah. stacked. Absolutely stacked. I thought that this was. I thought that this was going to be the last card of the year. So and mm. then you and then you look at this and it's just fucking oh, everywhere. Amazing, yes. amazing. Um, Right, let's just finish up this card then, Pete, because we've got a couple of fights to go, uh, three fights to go. Um, I was interested on the placing of this fight, which was Mackenzie Dern against uh, Vernie Yandaroba. You know, they put it above Kevin Holland, above JDS, and I know it's, you know, quite integral for the strawweight division. But, uh, yeah, listen, they were going at it for three rounds. Uh, Mm. Mackenzie Dern's jab was just landing, um, really, really busting her up. And I think Dern just had a bit too much for her. What did you think of this one, Pete? Yeah, it was really like it was one of them that uh, we just, like. It's always the way in it when there's two grapplers. You even I wanted to see him hit the floor and see who could yeah. submit the other person. They they don't. They just stand up. But yeah, it was good. She had a bit of a shaky moment with that knee. Where she like her busted nose. her nose. I love that. Was it? Um, what's his name? Who's the corner man? Bisping's corner man. Uh, Perillo. Perillo. Yes. Jess Perillo. Yeah. yeah. And she's like, is my nose broke? No, 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 your nose is, don't worry about it. Your nose is fine. Don't worry. <laughs> it's got a big fucking dent in it. It's like, yeah, your, your nose is broke. Um, definitely, definitely broken. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's really, it's really good competitive fight. I think even Dana said at the end, obviously the main event, he was like, yeah, those guys stole the fight of the night off of the girls. Mm-hmm. So it was, yeah, it was a really good fight. It was a great back and forth. Just really good to see Mackenzie, especially in the post fight. She was just so happy. She was so proud. She was buzzing. She was elated, and she just said, you know, she was really happy that she got to show off her striking today because people see her as a grappler, like you said. Um, so mm-hmm. it was really, really good to see her to see her striking there. So that was really, really impressive. And then Pete Tony Ferguson fought Charles Oliveira. And uh, I made a prediction last week that Tony Ferguson was going to beat the fuck out of Charles Oliveira or something <laughs> like that. And just unbelievable. I couldn't have been more wrong. What a first mm. round from Charles and just what a fight from him. He literally landed in top mount. Unreal. Got him in the arm bar, Pete, when he hyperextended it. Yeah, what did you think Jesus of that? Christ, fucking hell. I thought, I, thought, I thought it was over. Yeah. I, wasn't, I didn't look at the time or the, I didn't hear the buzzer. And when the breath... I think it was Mark Smith or whatever, like when he grabbed his elbow to like stop it breaking or whatever. And I was like, oh man, fucking hell. And then they just walked back to the corners and I was like, oh, oh shit. <laughs> I was like, we're still, go- we're still going. Um, but yeah, I f- oh, fucking, they just fucking dominated him. Like, it's, and I, I, I didn't think it was going to happen, but I, I, I could have seen it going not that way, but I could have seen Olivier beat, like beating him in other ways I didn't think he was going to fucking smother him for three rounds which is fucking hell man like that's and, it, and especially because of all of the oh with Khabib Tony fights shit. Khabib yeah, yeah he can bro. fight he can, he can fight off of his back it's yeah. like no it'd, be, it'd probably be even worse <laughs> <laughs> well it depends what Tony would have stepped in the cage I don't I don't know but man Tony is so tough like I think Rogan yeah, said during yeah. the fight he's one of the toughest humans to ever live but yeah, mm. Charles is just on a different wave right now, man. It looked unbelievable. Yeah, it was yeah. funny when the it's... armbar was going on when DC was like, um, looked "Oh, away. I looked away. I looked away. Did you look?" And Rogan's like, "No, I, I was watching." Yeah. <laughs> You're a sicko. I was saying, called him. I can't remember what he said. He loved it. But is it is it is it is it because Tony's changed, or is it because Olivier has been this good all along and no yeah. one's really realised? Great question. 
which is possible. Oh, but could you imagine if is another fucking stupid quote from me? But is it possible that he could do that to Khabib, or like, could he compete with Khabib wrestling? Like, imagine, yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe you'd have to sort of rely on other things. But I don't know. It's fucking. He's massive as well. I didn't realize how so big he was. Yeah. Yeah. Right. He made sort of. He made Ferguson look sort of like short and stocky. It was like I don't know. What, I don't know what was going on. He just. He's just come. Yeah. He's just. He has, he's a, he has upped his game to another level. Definitely. He's um, got that weird mixture of like jujitsu and wrestling where it's like to, for the takedowns and to actually get Tony on the ground, it was phenomenal wrestling. And then as soon as he hits the ground, he's just straight into jujitsu, arm bars and who's mm. folding him up all over the place. Full mount. Oh, like the, amount, the amount of times he got full mount just as yeah. soon as he got him down and the leg just goes over and it's like, you hear Rogan, he's like, full mount. Boop. Jesus. So it's just like <laughs> over and over again. Unbelievable, unbelievable. Yeah. So yeah, that really puts Charles in an unbelievable position. And they were just saying like, how good is this guy? How good is this guy? It was just a phenomenal performance, full control, um, pure dominance from Charles. Um, for Tony, then Pete, what what what, are you, what do you think? Well, I mean, he's 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 come off that. You can you can say whatever about that. Gaethje fight you could sort of sweep that under the rug really because of the stupid weight cut and all that sort of stuff and he wasn't prepared for Gaethje or whatever but then this one it's like another wake up call it's like you're not going to get too many of them chances before you find yourself like we said with um, Pineda it's like or, or Mykano you're not going to get too many opportunities in the lightweight division and then you're going to find yourself not even on the main card so it's like I, don't, I think next fight he's got a I don't know I don't know what Fuck knows. Like, like you, I know you can't pick and choose your fighters, but maybe he does need to take a little bit of a step down and have a, have a couple of like easier fights to like build himself back up. We'll and see. He's that 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 puts Charles third in the lightweight division now. Uh, yeah. uh, Connor's fighting Dustin. Um, yeah, and that's, that's what he, that's what he wants. Yeah. So. What what happens to Gaethje in this situation? And do we know is there going to be a title fight set up? Is it going to be Charles against the winner of Dustin Connor? Um, that's, do you know what, that's what he said. That's, yeah. that's what he. I think that's what he wants, and that's what he said. He spoke to Dana about maybe saying that he wants. He thinks the winner of Dustin and Connor should fight him for the title. Mm. But then Gaethje is probably going to be like, well, no, I should be. I was interim champ. Yeah. Unless unless Gaethje fights Oliveira, like yeah. you don't know what you don't know what's going. Like someone might get injured in the in the January fight, so they might have to wait a bit longer. So that'd be that'd be a good fight, Gaethje against Oliveira. What about Conor Oliveira? What do you think happens there? Nah. Let's <laughs> 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 avoid that. They should they should ban they should ban wrestling in the lightweight division. <laughs> nah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't know. But I don't know. I don't know. That's brilliant. Oh, phenomenal. Oh, he's got, Peter. He's got, Go on. I don't know. No, I'm just talking shit. I think. It, do you know what? Every single fighter in that division is fucking dangerous, and that's what I love. Like Connor's dangerous. Dustin's dangerous. I'm really excited to see what's going to happen there. Personally. Oh, I don't know. I think Connor probably does Dustin, if I'm honest. I don't know. But then I'm really excited to see that. Oh, I, I, I think it should be. I think it should be Charles Gaethje for the title, only because Connor's been out for so long. Dustin's kind of 
on this kind of run where you know he's been he's up and down and he had the title for a bit and I don't know we'll, we'll see we'll see what happens we'll see what happens there mm. we're not the matchmakers so it doesn't really matter what we think anyway I think go on I think it should be Fiziev versus Gaethje that's what I'd want to see <laughs> that would be just mad to, just, imagine just that that's my dream striking fight at the moment fuck it now that would be mental <laughs> That'll be. I, know, I, I, I could see. I could see Gaethje getting picked the fuck apart though. Yeah. Like if he yeah. if he comes in with his swinging, like. But then he always does catch people as well. So you need to. Fiziev took a couple of shots. He seemed to take them quite well. But no, that's what I mean. That that division now so so exciting with just the stri- like just the level of striking. I think that's probably my favourite division with with strikers in at the moment. Yeah, absolutely unbelievable. Pete, we come to the main event, fight of the night. One of uh, probably the greatest fight in flyweight history, absolutely unbelievable five round war between Davison Figueredo and Brandon Moreno. Unbelievable. Um, the back and forth, the exchanges, the transitions, the pace of it, the damage that both fighters sustained in it. Um, I want to get your thoughts on the fight and I want to get your fight, uh, thoughts on the decision as well. Um, yeah, what did you, what did you think about it? And uh, I know that you loved it because obviously you messaged me about yeah. it as well. But uh, yeah, give oh, me your man. thoughts on this fight. Yeah, it was. It was. I, I was a bit worried about um, Moreno just because, and this is stupid. This is literally just from how they looked when they both stepped in the cage. He, he looked like he looked angry. He looked like he had like a menacing look on his face. He looked like he totally changed his mindset from this happy-go-lucky like fun guy because I, like, I saw him in the embedded he's like, a proper funny like really nice guy but yeah. he's walked to the cage he had that like sort of snarl on his face and I was like oh look he looks well up for it as soon as the fight started I was like oh man Figueredo just looks like he's going to boss him like straight away and then a few little combinations landed from Moreno and you had Joe Rogan DC and that they're like oh ooh, good little what like three punch combo there blah 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 he caught him on the left hook and it was back and forth and then he just, I don't know, there was this sort of toughness about him. He just sort of, he had like a weird stance with his hands, like this sort of, they were like, like he had the back of his hands facing, yeah, like, so he had his, it's almost like he had his palms to his face, mm. like, old, like old style boxers, like, and I was just like, oh, he's just in this to fucking box. And and it was just, yeah, just his combination, his movement. But then you've got the, you've got Figueredo just stalking him down, like hands by his waist, throwing out that stiff jab. And it was just... I think their style just this could be this could they could have like three fights and they're all they could all be the same, like all be fucking amazing. Um but yeah, there was I thought and to be honest, I wasn't too sure who'd won like rounds two, three and four. Um and obviously there was the point deduction, which I think was fair. And and then obviously there was the other it was just drama this fight, because then you got you find out that Figueredo went to the hospital at two o'clock in the morning with like yeah. a stomach infection that's probably why he was crying at the end because he, he realised that he'd made it through it with, with a draw. That's what I, I keep forgetting. It was a fucking draw. Like Majority no one draw. really lost. No one lost. You know what I mean? So it's like, and they're going to do it again. So yeah, it's exciting. I'm so excited to watch that one again. I've got written down here that I thought Moreno won um, because he had a couple of takedowns and because of the point deduction. I've kind of since. Uh, seen highlights again and you know I, I feel like when you've got a fight like that it, it's it's kind of good that nobody lost you know but mm. I think yeah, if yeah. you were going to give it to someone the only thing that's annoying is that I feel like okay so if they scored it as a draw 
then yeah. that means that without that point deduction, they think that Figueredo was the winner, which that's weird to me because... Yeah, I didn't think that at all. I didn't think that at all. No, I thought if but there's I've, a point it, deduction in there, I thought Moreno won. Yeah, because I think it was a draw without the point deduction. Do you know what I mean? If you're talking about a fair fight, if there's no low blow and there's no poke in the eye, who wins the fight? Okay, it's a draw. Like It was really even. You could say that, but because exactly. uh, was it round two? I think if it was the, the the round that he got the point taken away, I thought Moreno won that round. Yeah, so and I think that's what I DC think was saying. Ten eight, ten eight, ten eight. Yeah, yeah so it should, that round should. So somewhere, I think maybe one of the judges scored that round for Figueredo or two did. Yeah. Uh, sorry, not scored it for him, but only scored it as a ten nine. Yeah. Maybe or a nine nine. Would it be nine nine? Don't even know. See, the thing is, yeah, 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 it would be because it, it would be if Figueredo won round two, it would be yeah. ten nine to him, take away a point nine nine. So fucking weird, <laughs> really weird. This is what I'm saying. So that's what I didn't kind of understand. I, I, I thought right when that happened, I thought right, Moreno's got this now, especially because he had a majority of the takedowns as well. He, was, he seemed to be more. I don't know. He seemed to be more controlling of the ground. What did you think about that? Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. The, oh, definitely. But he didn't really do much with it. Like he didn't. Mm, he got true. him. He got him down, which was impressive. But then I kept saying to myself, like, just let him get back up because you're doing better on the feet. But yeah, I do remember him. Do you remember when they thought he? broken his forearm in round five they had a big hematoma here yeah. he said it was his shoulder yeah. right so I think he did he probably hurt his forearm but he was thinking more about his shoulder so he couldn't throw the jab as much but did, the output was definitely less in the last round but even still I'm, I weren't sure who won the last round um, but that's, that's probably a, I mean if we're talking about it this much it's, it's good that it's a draw and yes yeah, you get to see it again um, yeah oh man I can't wait that's just, that's going to be one on the card. You're just like you're going to tell people watch this fight if they've not seen these two fight before. It's like watch this fucking fight. How mad is it that you know fairly recently Dana was talking about getting rid of the flyweight division, bruv? Yeah, oh mad. I'd be excited if Henry come back. <laughs> 100%. I'd, be, I'd be so excited. Hundred um, percent. Yeah, but. Yeah, it was fucking sick. Really, 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 really enjoyed it. Peter, we're rambling, so I'm going to just quickly come on now um, to the prelims. Now, I would like to not even see what's on the cards uh, and then like to do this live with you. Um, I'm just going to skip over people that I don't really know on the prelims, people like Rick Glenn, yeah. Carl Minus. But we've got Sajara Eubanks against Penny Kianza, didn't they? Women's Bantamweight, that'll yeah. be good. Anthony Pettis is the featured prelim against Alex Morono. Now, Morono is the guy that just recently fought, right? Not too sure. I, he, I don't um, remember. So, Morono, if I'm not mistaken... What's this? Is this welterweight? Or has he gone back down to lightweight? Yeah, this is welterweight. Oh. This is welterweight. Oh. Yeah, so he fought, yeah, back in November against Reese McKee. So, he's the guy that beat the Northern Irish, Northern Irish dude. Little bald guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That'd be yeah. good. Yeah, so that'd oh, be Pet, really, Pet, really Pet good fight. Pettis fucked him up. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see, we'll see. Um, so yeah, that's um, that that that's really really exciting as well. Uh, <laughs> keep keep holding your gum shield in that one. Yeah, <laughs> remember, fucking hell. kept knocking it out, didn't he? <laughs> Pete, fucking hell, Marcin Tabura against Greg Hardy. Yep. Jesus yeah, Christ, good. that is going to be exciting. an absolute tank war. Julian mm-hmm. Robinson against Taylor Santos. Marlon Marais against Rob Font. Wow. That is yes. going to be great. Good fight. 
Um, okay, big Michelle Pereira backflip cartwheel dude, as I like yep, to call him. Yep, yep. And he's against Chaos Williams, who starched the geezer Chaos, in his last yeah. fight. This, this, that's the one I'm excited for. That's the fucking anything could happen in that one. That's going to be mad. Then we've got, uh, well, in my opinion, the greatest featherweight of all time, Jose Aldo. Um, but this is in the bantamweight division, and he's against Marlon Vera. Chico, that'll be good. Chico's, that's Chico's all day long. You reckon? Change, yeah, the change in the this guy I'm fucking well excited about, especially Ooh. after the the Sean O'Malley fight. Mm-hmm. Was, even though it was like an, an injury, he still fucked him up. <laughs> no, he did fuck him up. He did fuck him up. It doesn't matter what the California kid says, he got fucked up. Mm. And then Pete, it was good to see Stephen Thompson. Do you know what? Against Jeff Neal. Now Jeff hasn't fought for over a year. Um, yeah, Mike Mike Perry, wasn't it? Yeah, that's it. Mike yeah, Perry. he beat mm. Mike Perry in Las Vegas last year. Um, but he's been on an absolute fucking tear. Beat Mike Perry, mm. beat Nico Price, beat Bilal Mohamed, beat Frank Camacho, beat Brian Camozzi, beat Chase Walden, beat Bilal Williams on an absolute fucking tear. And who was the last person he lost to, Pete? Kevin Holland in Extreme Knockout 34 in 2017. No way. Eh? Jesus. Mate, yeah, but that's, that's why I'm excited. A lot, a lot of people are complaining about this because it's like, He's been inactive. Wonder Boy's been inactive, but it's like he just reeled off all them people that he's beat, and it's like, yeah, but none of them fight like Wonder Boy Thompson. That's why I'm excited because it's when he when he beat Mike Perry, I was like, oh shit, this guy's like the real deal. Yeah, but it's a bit different landing that head kick on Mike Perry than trying to do it against like Stephen. Stephen Thompson's always exciting, I think, because you just don't know what you're gonna get. But the people saying that that complaining about this fight, did they not fucking remember Wonderboy picking apart Vincente Luque, mate, in his last oh, fight? Just, just yeah, and just like the oh man, it's just he's piecing him up. It's just exciting seeing him in fight because then he, like it's one of them little you got to, you can't blink. It's like anything yeah. could happen. It's just I'm excited for that. That whole card is just fucking That's sick. Mad. Just excited yeah, it's for that. It. It's absolutely stacked. I cannot wait for that. I cannot wait for that. Peter, have you got any other wicked whispers before we let the listeners go? Listener, before we let Bruce go? Just one. Yeah, go on. see, uh, Bruce, listen, Bruce. Hold on to your fucking socks. <laughs> 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 uh, what did you just say? Kevin Holland. This, this just made me laugh today because um, obviously he's trying to call out Kamzat. Don't know where he's gone. Um, so he said... <laughs> He said he'd love to <laughs> love to fight Derek Brunson right. because he thinks his striking is disgusting, and he thinks it's it's disrespectful to striking how he's knocked so many people out with that horrible style, that horrible style. Is he tweeting this stuff, or is he was he in an interview? No, nah, that that was. I don't know whether it, who, who the interview was with. I just saw Ariel Hawani's face. I don't know who he was talking to. Maybe he was right. talking to Brunson. Okay. And he's mentioned and he's just said it to him. But it's just, I mean, that's a good one. But I don't think he could. I reckon he could aim for higher. Like I don't know. That's oh, after he beat him and he was calling people out or saying names like Kamzat. I didn't. Hear, I didn't hear what he said because he said Chamaev and I didn't know who that was. I was like, who's fucking? If he'd have said Kamzat, I would have realised. But yeah, I thought fucking, especially after coming off a. Of, off a lot like, of well, not a great win, but earlier on this year with uh, I think like Uriah Hall would be a good fight. Yeah, that'd be sick. It'd be a great fight, wouldn't it? Like just two stand up, like two strikers, just I don't know, just both fucking menacing. It's just you know, but they think I think that style would make a really good fight. But 100%. what the fuck do I know? 100- <laughs> <laughs> 
hundred percent. We literally don't know shit. Two geezers yeah, talking this, about fighting. Literally. Just our little fantasy. Yeah, our little we fantasy don't know what we're making doing. fights. Yeah, I know, I know. Right, Pete, we'll let this go. Thank you so much, mate. We'll, um, I'm re- yeah, I'm really excited about this car, brother. And for everyone, oh, it's on early. Well, it's on early. You're gonna watch it, or are you gonna record? If it's it? on early, I'll try and stay up. Hundred yeah. um, percent. Nine o'clock. Nine o'clock. Depends how much I'm, I'm, I'm drinking. Is the only thing. That's um, the only problem. Yeah, because I'll break up next week, and it's yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's Christmas time, and I'm just planning on getting pissed a lot. So, um, <laughs> mate, we'll see what happens. We'll let everybody yes. go. Peter, mate, absolute pleasure. Catch up with yeah, you soon, mate. You too, mate. Yeah, see you later, man.